Welcome to Louisville United Methodist Church's podcast. Today's message comes from Sunday, March 22nd, 2020. Let's set the scene for today's scripture reading. Jesus has returned to Jerusalem, and as he's walking to the temple, chief priests, scribes, and elders from both the Pharisees and the Sadducees come to pepper Jesus with a variety of questions. How can this man, who claims to follow the Torah, continue to cause such havoc for the religious elite? Jesus is asked, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? His responses come in parables, only frustrating the religious leaders more. As the conversation, maybe debate is a more appropriate term, as the debate continues on for days, eventually something Jesus says piques a scribe's sincere curiosity. The story picked up in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. One of the scribes came near and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, he asked him, Which commandment is the first of all? Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and besides him there is no other. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, this is much more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask him any question. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, and for the word of God within us, we say, thanks be to God. Today's scripture reading is one of my favorites because it gets to the heart of Jesus' ministry on earth, his expectations for his disciples, and the path we're called to follow if we're going to claim being Christians. It's love. It's love in its greatest manifestations. It's love in our faith, in our personal health, in our relationships with those we know, as well as the stranger. Love, though, is a choice. Love is a commitment. Love is a prioritizing of care. And like most of our Lenten lessons, intentionality. This scripture jumps out at me because it's a three-part lesson that so many people read as only two parts. One, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Being in love with God is a full body experience, folks. It is how you live your life, not just on Sundays or during your prayer practices, but all day, every day, 24-7, in the house, in the yard, at the store, in your car, at your job, in the church building. Let your life speak is a great synopsis of God's desire for God's love to be reciprocal. Two, love your neighbor as yourself. Today's theme is not loving your neighbor. We'll build up to that for Palm Sunday when neighborly love is manifesting in new and creative ways in the midst of social distancing and flattening the curve. In today's scripture, though, we're going to talk about the necessity for Jesus' third message of love. Did you catch it? This is the interactive portion of today's message. I mentioned during our first week on Mr. Fred Rogers, I don't remember if it was in the sermon or another part of the worship experience, but I mentioned that when people met Fred Rogers for interviews or on the street, they would often remark that he was more Mr. Rogers in person than when he was on television. 
Fred Rogers didn't act. He utilized his studio, his relationships, and his land of make-believe to find a way to be honest with himself and the people of PBS and his audience. What you saw was an authentic, vulnerable man living his life as his faith taught him. He took us to the land of make-believe when he wanted to share emotions that can be difficult to share. Fear, aggression, precociousness. Even if they're not easy, Fred Rogers wanted children and adults alike to know that emotions are a part of being human and are healthier when engaged head-on. He also engaged his humanity and used his show to push his audience and the country as a whole to know that he wouldn't sit idly by during tough topics or scenarios. He invited Officer Clemens, a person of color, to share a swimming pool to cool their feet in the midst of racial inequity. It was explored on the show as a hot day, when in reality, it was a cold and blustery day outside. But across the country, white people were continuing to segregate pools and violently harm black people that tried to share the swimming pools with them. Also, with the assassination of Bobby Kennedy, Mr. Roger entered homes and talked to children as small as two and three, all the way through adults, about assassination, grief, and death. By being honest with himself, Fred Rogers was able to be honest with us about who he was. By being honest with us, Fred Rogers was able to love himself. And by being able to love himself, Fred Rogers was able to exemplify the honesty it takes to love our neighbor. Jesus and Fred Rogers both lived their lives honestly, knowing that their choices would introduce topics and scenarios that were uncomfortable for others. And authentic to loving God, loving self, and loving their neighbor. In the weeks ahead, I'm going to encourage you to continue to follow the lead of Fred Rogers as a tool for simplifying your life and creating depth in your relationship with God, depth in your faith, depth in your life, even amidst change and finding new normals. Honesty with ourselves will most likely be uncomfortable. Ask yourselves the questions posed in my video in the newsletter. Where are you thriving? Where are you finding comfort for yourself or for others? Where are you anxious? Where are you struggling? But don't stop there. Who are you in the midst of change? How are you caring for your physical, your mental, your spiritual, and your relational health? What are your healthy habits? And what are your not-so-healthy habits? This is also a good time to lean into that discomfort as Jesus and Fred Rogers modeled. This is an opportunity to have honest conversations with yourself as well as your family and friends. Where are, your hold, where are you holding your family and friends accountable to be making healthy choices for themselves and their neighbors? I've seen it all across the internet lately. The question, am I my brother's keeper? And the answer is yes. Another question you could have and conversation you could have with your loved ones are about your end-of-life desires. Do you know the desires of your loved ones if their health shifts dramatically? Do they know your end-of-life desires if your health shifts dramatically? Honesty is a form of self-love that invites us into discomfort, but it strengthens us from the inside out. Like the land of make-believe, we find permission to share all the emotions we experience instead of just the ones our external facade emits. Honesty eliminates the fear of not knowing in our relationships, and it clears the air of the stories we've told to better understand what hasn't been shared before. 
when we don't know what a person's thinking or we don't know why a person's upset or we don't know what a person wants, we take it upon ourselves. Our brains run away with it and we tell a story to explain why they're upset, to explain what their story is, to explain what their desires are. And in the honesty, we eliminate the fear and the discomfort of whatever stories we've told. And instead, we deal with the emotions and we find a way to be in a deeper relationship with one another. In a time when we are left to our own thoughts, our own hearts, and an examination of how we have lived our life compared to how we're living now, I implore you to spend time with the scripture. Create a time to fall in love with God with your whole heart, your whole mind, soul, and with all your strength. And on the journey to loving your neighbor, find time to be honest with yourself. The permission to be honest with yourself may even lead you to loving yourself for who you are, created and loved unconditionally by our creator. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you enjoyed it, we encourage you to visit our website at louisvilleumc.org. From there, you can subscribe to our podcast, join our mailing list, give an offering, and find our calendar with all of our digital ministry opportunities. Check us out on Facebook at louisvilleumc.org and Instagram at louisville underscore UMC. Thanks again for listening and have an outstanding day.